Rising Star Podcast with your host, Kelly Hughes. On today's show, I'm going to be talking with Sammy B. She really created a big stir this past year with her EP, Elevated, but that is just scratching the surface. She's got a lot of talent in a lot of different areas, just a really vibrant, artistic uh, output. We're going to talk about that and much more. So welcome to the show, Sammy. Thank you so much. And are, are you still in New York? Yes, I am. I love talking to people from New York. <laughs> Why is that? Well, I'm in Seattle. And so to me, you know, across the country, there's always a lot of, I think, artistic inspiration coming out of New York City. Yeah, I think uh, I think New York City in particular is a very inspirational place. I know it has been for me ever since I was a kid. So, well, you do, you know, you write, you, you know, sing, you perform, but you also do fashion design, you paint. Have you always been so artistic? Yeah, I've always been drawn to the arts. Uh, I've always used like the arts and music and visual art and stuff like that um, as a just you know a way of expressing myself so definitely have always been inspired by it and been drawn to it i know even on some of your music haven't you like painted some of the artwork for your music yes i definitely plan on at least for uh this planet sammy project that i'm working on i I really would love to create, uh, like paint the cover art for each single. Excellent. Well, to get people up to speed, you know, your your elevator pitch for, you know, the career of Sammy B up to this point. Yeah, so pretty much, um, I mean, listen, music and art, like I was saying, has been just a way of life, of getting through life. I have learned how to transform my pain and utilize it as like passion, you know, for the fuel for living out my purpose. And um, through like all of the darkness that I've experienced, whether it was um, mental illness, depression, um, even addiction, um, I mean, it goes deep. There's so many things that I have experienced in this lifetime and uh, the strength that I've gotten from these experiences, I've been able to really transform my life. Um, and and I found my purpose within like the pain and the darkness. I found the light through self-expression and being authentic and, and being true to self and sharing that with other people so they could feel supported or inspired or encouraged. Um, so really for me, it's it's about touching other people in a positive way. Mm -hmm. How old were you when you first realized you could use art as an outlet to heal some of that pain? I would say, um, honestly, I, I bet that before I came to the realization, that's what I was doing. Um, but I know in middle school is when I started actually writing, like poetry and things like that. Mm -hmm. And how did that transform you? It really, it it was just, um, you know, it, it was just a second nature type of a thing. It's what I, I dove into in order to cope. 
So digging, the more that I had to dig deeper into self, um, the more I was able to transform. Uh, What's so great about rap and hip hop is just the immediacy of the lyrics. I think unlike any other genre, just being able to pour out your feelings so directly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I love hip hop and rap for that reason. I love singing too, right? But I feel like you're able to say so much when rapping, you're able to just like pack it all in there. Well, do you think too, when you're so upfront, you build rapport quicker with people? And especially when you're collaborating, do you think you just have a shorthand of getting to know people quickly? Yeah, I think it comes very naturally to me to to connect with people. And I think it's because I'm very connected with self that I'm able to connect with people easily. And I I'm very big on being open. I think it's important for people to be open and to feel comfortable within my space and to know that I'll hold space for whomever needs some time and um, an ear or advice. That's always just been something that has come easily to me. Mm-hmm. Do you think you're representative of a lot of other women your age? Yeah. And, um, you know, it's funny. I think, I think. As of lately, I've been feeling like I'm very representative of the youth, particularly like adolescents or um, people in their teens or early 20s, because I feel that they they struggle with a lot of things that they feel they can't talk about. Um, I feel that they because this is my experience, you know, when I was that age, I thought that the things that I thought and I felt were my own thoughts and my own feelings, and I was alone in them. Um, I didn't really feel like I could share that. So for me, what I do, a, a lot of what I do, because I also, you know, um, am getting into speaking in schools and things like that to tell my story so that, you know, um, kids could feel supported and feel heard and feel seen and feel like they could relate. So I feel like I'm mostly trying to at least represent them and be the voice for them as well. Why is it with social media, so many young people still feel isolated? That's a great question. I think it's, I think it has a lot to do with this image, um, this persona, this mask that, you know, it's almost like society forces people to put on, not forces, but it just feels like it. I think especially as a younger person, they feel the pressure of having a good social media presence and followers and likes, and that almost equals to, you know, acceptance and social popularity and things like that. So I think they're getting further into their phones and the technology and the perception of it all rather than diving deep and connecting with one another on a human level uh which is is scary you know and it and it it takes uh people further from themselves so i think that's the problem i think that everything is becoming too much about social media and I, i see you know kids don't really play outside anymore and kids aren't 
so much uh, in nature and hanging out with each other. And when they are hanging out with each other, it seems like they're on their phones a lot. So I feel like that's one way that kind of technology and social media has put a damper or harmed um, the youth, honestly. You know, in one of your most recent videos, I believe it was called Wings. And yeah. uh, you're really practicing what you preach in that you're in nature, you're meditating, you know, you're not on your phone. D did that mm -hmm. whole video come about because you you want that message of, you know, let's let's get back to nature? Yeah, I think uh, that song gave me so much serenity and peace um, and oneness kind of with nature and oneness with spirituality and self uh, and like being a spiritual being in this human experience. And so, um, you know, practicing meditation and enjoying nature just kind of felt right. And I know that that's type that those are the type of things that provide me with serenity and peace. We had some really beautiful locations in that video. Uh, where did you shoot that? So I shot that in Jamaica. The whole video was in Jamaica, um, whether it was uh, Port Antonio or um, there was actually scenes from the Blue Lagoon, which you may be familiar with. The old, the Brooke Shields movie? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. It's a beautiful place. The water is so blue. It is. I've never seen anything like it. It was beautiful. Well, I'm, I'm going to date myself, but uh, I was in high school when that movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, how important is location? Because it seems like certain places you go to and they do have a natural spiritual element to them. Absolutely. So I guess in terms of um, it's just really what you're trying to go for. I mean, you could go somewhere very simple and and you could still shoot an amazing visual and edit it and make it look super dope um, with a low budget. And, you know, you could do that or you could fly somewhere tropical and and do that. And, you know, it's kind of whatever you're going for with the song and, and with your idea, your vision for this visual. Mm -hmm. And it seems to tie in with the theme of elevated, because to me, elevated can mean several things. You could have an elevated style or elevated taste, but it seems like on a spiritual level, that takes on a whole new meaning. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like a whole nother dimension um, that you enter when you truly elevate. And it, and like I was saying, you know, it comes from getting in touch and peeling back the layers of the onion, I guess people would say, um, and really getting in tune with self. And by getting in tune with self, it's necessary to be spiritually connected. Well, do you think we can attain spirituality without the struggle? Like, you've overcome, it seems like, a lot of pain. But do you think, in the end, that's deepened your spirituality? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's funny because I think, it, just from my experience, that it's possibly easier 
to get deeper in touch with the, uh, my spirituality um, because of the pain, because I was at such a low that I needed and I reached towards the high, the, the light, the, the spirituality, you know, God, what it is that I believe has carried me through. And um, yeah, I, I think that the pain was almost like the like a, a, you know, what's the thing, the, the bow and arrow, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you pull it back and you pull it back and you pull it back and the further you pull it back, the further you get sprung forward. So um, I think people who, who don't go through really deep things, they just don't have a deeper understanding of really like life on a grander scale, the bigger picture, what really matters. And I think that I've gone through what I've gone through for a reason, and it has really allowed me to see what really matters and see my path and and get in touch on a deeper level and be connected in that way. When young women hear your music and reach out to you, you know, what are some of the most common things they want to talk about? Um, a lot of women and people in general reach out to me um, because they see, you know, things that I've posted or or they see the way that I'm living now and um, and they're inspired by the transformation. Um, even if they didn't know me years and years ago when I was living in the darkness, you know, and just struggling, if they just hear the story now or whatever, you know, they, they see it and and it's the energy, the aura, you know, that I live in today. Um, they will ask me kind of like how how I got to where I'm at now. A lot of people who are struggling with depression or other mental illness or um, addiction or other things, or even people who know someone who's struggling with these things have reached out to me almost for advice, almost for you know, a sense of hope. And I'm grateful that I've been able to to provide people with that, especially women, because I, I think it's beautiful when women could build one another up. Mm-hmm. Was that hard to decide, hey, I'm going to share, you know, a lot of personal things about my life? No, um, it's it's not hard for me. I feel that it's a, I'm almost obligated and it doesn't feel forced. Um, I live this every day. You know, my story's my story. I don't have to think too hard about it. I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to uh, come up with something. I just have to talk about what it is that I've experienced, and so it's very easy. Um, and I, I don't feel afraid of judgment or um, anything like that. I think that there's, you know, there's a reason why I went through. I went through what I went through. And I think that it's a part of my responsibility of carrying out this journey to uh, share it with others. And how about when, you know, younger people are looking for artistic expression and they, they don't know if they want to write or maybe be a video maker, be a painter. How important is it to experiment and, and try different artistic disciplines? 
I think it's very important. I think if you feel called to do anything, you should just do it. Just do it. Don't even think about it. Just try it. If you have no experience in it, do it anyways, and you will. Um, you know, everybody starts somewhere. And I think, you know, you don't have to choose one thing in life. That's one thing that I've learned is I didn't have to choose uh, only rapping. You know, like I was kind of stuck on that in the beginning and everyone just called me a rapper. Um, and then I really, you know, I was like, well, I, you know, I write my stuff too. And then I got into singing and then I got into making the beats and then I, I got into, you know, I was doing poetry and and visual arts and you know designing of the merch and and of clothes and of it just it goes on and on and um i encourage other people to do all of the things i mean this life there's so much to do and there's so many things that i haven't even tried yet um you know there's so many things that you could be interested in and that you could get a sense of gratification from and so try all of it like when you're painting, do you get kind of like into a meditation where you, you know, forget about all your problems? Absolutely. Painting, putting on, you know, putting on some music that's just super chill and painting is such a Zen place for me to be. And I make sure that I take time out to do that. It is like a, a meditation for me in a sense. It's extremely peaceful and freeing and I get to just just be and just be creative. Or how about just in your home, instead of like buying art at Ikea, just to be able to display something that you've made yourself? Yeah, I, uh, I do have pictures that I've painted hung up kind of all over. I think... Um, it's really cool when people hit me up for commission pieces or they buy my pieces because they want to hang it in their homes. Um, and they would rather support an artist than buy something from, you know, Ikea or Target or wherever. Um, I think it's awesome to have an artist's actual work, you know, and it's, it's a one of one. It's a original piece and that's that's beautiful and it's supportive and it's helpful and it's authentic and um if you like the art you know get it hang it up showcase it and um yeah i love that are you also a crafter do you like to make just little practical craft pieces um i would like to say that i'm a creator and that i just uh, almost everything i do is like an art form I I think even just in the way that I think um so yeah when I do or go about just about anything it is me being and me working in a creative mind do you ever watch those YouTube videos where people they go to the thrift store and, and get old clothes and then they deconstruct them and sew them into some new creation Oh yeah, absolutely. I've done the same thing. It's uh yeah, it's funny. I have a bin full of different uh materials and things like that that I've gotten uh clothing from Goodwill or whatever, you know, thrift stores and different pieces of cloth or whatever. And um it's uh, it's funny because it's it's a bin that I'll get to, you know, there's things that I have used. I have a I have a jean jacket, denim jacket behind me <clears throat> that I 
I, I uh, have sewn chains on and cut up pieces of fabric and put buttons and put patches and things like that on it. It's a really cool jacket. But, um, you know, it is it is kind of time consuming. So uh, when I do have the time for that, I, I like to create my own clothes. And eventually it would be really cool to um, to have, you know, I, I have my clothing. I have my merchandise and I I create all the designs for it. But it would be really cool to have a, a bigger line one day that, you know, really kind of highlights my type of style. And it's putting a bunch of different things together and just super artsy look. Well, you just made me think of another reason why I like New York, and that is the street fashion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you go down the street and you're wearing something you've pieced together, you know, I, I bet people take notice. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, the one thing that I love about New York City is, is honestly, like, nobody looks the same. Everybody has their own fashion sense and their own sense of self. And um, a lot of people here, you 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 will see, you know, it's funny. I, I call New York, New York um, the zoo because it's just, it's full of so many different types of creatures walking around and... Um, and I love that. I love the diversity. Now, for an out-of-towner who, you know, only sees New York on TV, which is what probably Manhattan, but there's so much more, like, where are the places you like to go to really get artistically inspired? So, New York, so I, I actually live north of the city, and the city has always inspired me from... The tall buildings to the bright lights to just the crowds of people you know the street performers and that's that's one place but I love being you know in nature as we discussed before and so the Hudson Valley area is beautiful I mean being in the mountains and by the water you know at the same time and just um you know, climbing to the top of mountains and watching the sunsets from up there to being down by the water and just, you know, taking some deep breaths and and getting inspiration through kind of like um, the quietness, I guess you could say. It's, it's beautiful up here. Well, where have all the artists gone? Because New York is so gentrified and you know, the rents are so high now. Do Is there really any place that artists can afford to live there? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely a tough question. And I agree, it's getting more and more and more and more expensive to afford to be able to live up here. And I think a lot of people, I know a lot of people from the city, um, like particularly Brooklyn, stuff like that, are moving up this way and they're they're moving further and further up <laughs> so um you know it's not really getting any cheaper um you know if you want a place in new york you're gonna have to probably sacrifice some space and um a little bit of money if if that's what you're going for because it seems like on the one hand 
they wanted to clean up New York and Times Square, kind of the touristy areas. But at the same time, it kind of wiped out a lot of the, the fun and uniqueness of the city. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, that's such a um, it's such a tough subject because I feel, um, you know, not everybody's intentions are good, but I feel, uh, you know, a lot of it is out of money or greed or, um, you know, that. But I think that there's also good intention behind trying to, I guess, clean up the city or or cities or um you know i don't know it's 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 a tough it's a it's a thin line um i think it's important as artists to be supported uh, i think that's a huge thing i think for artists to continue regardless of what is going on around us for us to continue gathering in these spaces and expressing ourselves and standing up for whatever it is that we believe in um, you know, I, I don't know. I think that the arts and, and creativity could never fully go away, no matter what it is that's happening outside of us. Well, one thing that's so special about rap and hip hop is that it evolved organically. You know, it, it didn't start out as this, you know, corporate thing. And it, it's, it's just always refreshing when you find pockets uh, of places and people who, who still are able to evolve their art, you know, organically. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, it's really beautiful how hip hop evolved. And, you know, 50 years ago, if you think about it, it's, that's not that long ago. <laughs> and uh, it's crazy even just, how hip-hop has evolved um you know the music industry is ever evolving um as technology is ever evolving and there's so much there's so much that's always going to change but one thing that will always remain is is people utilizing music as a form of self-expression and and connecting to one another so however that may be however that may sound um, it'll continue. Well, how do you want to take everything you've learned so far? How do I want to take everything that I've learned so far? Yeah, and then put it into your next EP or, you know, your next music project. So I have been learning a, a lot. I have been learning a lot about pretty much how to accomplish what it is or take the steps necessary, um, the ins and outs of, of what it is that I'm trying to do. I have this vision of all of these things and I'm looking to tie them all together. And, you know, um, it, it sounds like dr dreams, wild dreams, extravagant, you know, oh my gosh, that's so many things, uh, you know, how are you going to do it? And so I've been figuring out the music. I've been figuring out how to do this all, how to take it into my own hands, how to, you know, rely on myself and my highest power to kind of like bring me to my destination. And, you know, the more that I take 
risks or the more that I learn um, through the risks that I've taken, the more I'm able to apply what I've learned and I'm able to see the path kind of appear before me as I continue taking steps forward. When I gain some momentum, I try to hang on to that and get as much done as possible. I learn and I write and I um, try to plan things out. And so all of what I've experienced in my life has led me up to this point. And uh, I'm just going to take the fact that I know I can connect to people heart to heart in a creative way. And I'm going to do that in as many lanes and avenues as I possibly can and uh, hopefully inspire, encourage, uplift, support uh, as many people as possible. Your last EP was called Elevated. What would you call your next one? So um, I know my next album is going to be Planet Sammy, and it's going to be a piece that has both the light and dark within it it's going to have the upbeat hip-hop fun stuff the conscious rap stuff the singing the um flirtatious fun things but also the deep uh, spiritual stuff and just really all of what makes me who i am sammy b as an artist as a human as a creator as a musician sounds like this is going to be very personal yeah, I'm going to just really tie it all together because I'm I'm not choosing to pick one avenue. That's not me. It doesn't it doesn't feel right. It doesn't sit right with my my soul. So I am Sammy B and I am all of these things in totality. Um, so really, I'm going to be highlighting the totality of Sammy B within this album and within all the different various ways of creation. I'm going to tie it kind of all together. But I will say as far as the EP goes, maybe a three-song EP or something like that, I'm really looking to put out um, an acoustic uh, version of me singing with live acoustics in the background. I think that would be really something special and and unique and, and authentic. I like that. Well, before we wrap up with a few more questions... I want to make sure everyone knows where to find you online. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. So um, you can type in Sammy B in Google, S-A-M-M-I-E-B, um, and that will bring you to, you know, different ways to find me or look me up. But, um, you know, on Instagram, you could find me at Sammy Bizzle. That's S-A-M-M-I-E, Bizzle. B-I-double-Z-L-E. Um, you know, uh, YouTube, Sammy B, SammyBCreative.com, which you can find my merch, my paintings, and my music. Yeah, there's there's a, a lot of ways to find me. My music is on all major music streaming services, such as Spotify and Apple Music, Deezer, Tidal, um, pretty much all of them. So, Sammy B. <laughs> So I saw a picture of you performing on your website. Is that black and white picture of you on stage? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where was that at? So that was at a festival, um, Newburgh Illuminated Festival. Uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of Newburgh. Um, 
It's north of the city and across the bridge um, from Beacon, New York. Um, and so Newburgh Illuminated is a festival that's held every year. Um, COVID, obviously, it wasn't, but it's it's a large festival. It brings out about 60,000 plus people every year. Uh, so it was it was awesome performing there last year. What's your stage show like? So I'll come out. Um, I usually have, if I have a, a a larger set, anywhere from you know a half hour to an hour, I usually come out with an intro. It's an introduction type of a sound, and um, the DJ will play it, and and I come out and um, introduce myself to everybody, kind of you know invite the crowd in and. Um, just give a brief explanation of who I am and what I stand for, and and I get into the music, and um, you know I kind of take you on a journey of whatever I believe that vision should be for that set. Um, and I'll typically have uh, girls on either side of me wearing my merch, and you know I've had them uh, when I opened up for DMX, I had them shooting money guns into the into the crowd so you know money was flying into the crowd and then I had a lot of times I like to do if it's outdoors bubbles I think it's super fun I think it grabs attention um, I think it also kind of makes the kids like so you know into it and and just happy and dancing and having fun and uh and yeah I just I perform the set you know I just kind of get into it and and um, uh, sometimes I'll jump into the crowd and, you know, I, I try to really get the crowd kind of interacting with the with the set. So are the summer outdoor festivals your favorite? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm a summer baby. So I I love the sun. Uh, I love the summer. It's my favorite season. And um, I just get this type of energy that just really like flows through me and i love being outdoors and performing it's it's very a freeing thing so do you have any uh concert dates lined up for this summer so i um i have i do i have uh well i'm performing this friday um and i'm performing next week both of those, I know it's still pretty much the spring, right? But both of those are um, for mental health awareness, their benefits. It's it's really uh, just to kind of further make an impact. Um, and then I have something called the Tackle Fest, uh, which I'll be headlining at. And that is, um, I believe, June 24th or 25th. It is um, it's the 24th, the last Saturday in June. Um, but I'm sure there will be other performances in June and <clears throat> possibly for more for ne uh, next month in July and August. They kind of just, you know, they they happen as as they happen. <laughs> so I'm sure I'll be filling up more. So Tackle Fest, that must either be fishing or football. <laughs> No, it's 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 taco. Oh, taco! Oh, I thought you said tackle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, taco fest sounds even better. I bet there's good food there. Yeah. So, 
It's a uh, BAP Food Events throws um, these different ones. I was just working the event for the Mac and Cheese Festival. They have mac and cheese. They have taco. They have empanada. Uh, it's it's fun. So all of the local restaurants and food trucks and things like that kind of get together, and they compete for the best tacos or, you know, whichever um, the food that's highlighted for the festival. Uh, and it's fun, you know, it brings people together with food, music, and arts and vendors come out and things like that. So it's always a good time. I want a mac and cheese festival in my town. <laughs> That'd well, be fun. Uh, yeah, it would. It would. Um, check out BAP Food Events. Maybe they'll Maybe they'll come to you. Excellent. Well, I want to give you the final word here. You know, it sounds like you've really got a lot going on right now. And your your favorite season is coming up. So it sounds like you've got a, a lot of things to look forward to in the next few months. But whether it's on stage or, you know, in the art world, really, uh, what are you most looking forward to for the rest of 2023? Wow. <laughs> what am I most looking forward to? Hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's so much, but I think, I think, uh, performing Breathe, I have a song coming out and it's, it's, uh, called Breathe and it's coming out next month and I haven't released music in such a long time. And so I'm, ex I'm so excited to release this song. It means a lot to me. It's exactly what I think the world needs to hear right now. It's what I needed to hear right now. Um, you know, feeling chaotic and kind of needing to just take a second to breathe. And uh, it's super cheerful, but calm. And it's a beautiful record. So I'm I'm excited to put it out, but I'm more excited to perform it. This way I can, I can see people and I can feel people connecting with the song. Can you share a few lyrics from it? What's for you will always be. I love that part. Um, in the beginning, I say pray, meditate, receive it. Faith, know, trust, believe it. I like that. Well, it sounds like this is going to inspire a lot of people. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely the goal. And um, the people, you know, the, the kind of VIP fans who have gotten a listen to it already are so excited as well for it to come out. Um, and it, it just, it provides everybody with that, they, you know, happiness. It's, it's like a cheerful energy and inspiring and it's, it's all the things that I want it to be. So I'm, I'm really grateful for that and I'm excited to share it with the world. Well, I'm anxious to hear it, preferably on one of those beautiful uh, beaches in Jamaica. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that sounds well, hey, great. <laughs> well, I've really enjoyed uh, talking to you, Sammy, and I'm just very inspired not only by your music, but just, I think, your whole philosophy. You sound like a real Renaissance woman. You know, you can pick up any artistic discipline and master it. And, and I think a lot of people, when this new record comes out, um, are going to be even more inspired by you than they already are. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that a lot. I really appreciate your time. 
Um, and for all of those kind words, I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. And um, thank you for highlighting artists. And, and um, you know, it's, it's important. And I appreciate, I appreciate it a lot. This has been the Rising Star Podcast with your host, Kelly Hughes. 